Howdy, 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 and welcome to Thriving in the Transition, the podcast. Season 2, episode 18, folks. Inclusive. We've got three more left in the season. I'm going to try and go out with a bang, so hang in there with us. You will not be disappointed. I'm humbled and blessed to be able to bring this podcast to you and to be part of your lives. Your feedback, encouragement, and connection, that's what makes it all worthwhile for me. Doing this and connecting with you is truly amazing and inspirational for me, and I hope you feel the same. So, yay me, yay you, and yay us. As we continue to grow, refine our content, and broaden our audience, please give us a five-star rating, follow us, subscribe, add positive comments, like us, or give us a thumbs up. What I'm ultimately saying is that you should connect and engage with us. We're now up and available pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, so search for us wherever you listen to great podcasts. We strive to be among that list of great podcasts that you listen to, rely upon, and find useful. Why am I doing this? Well, I guess I wanted to create a platform and community where I could share my thoughts, my stories, and my experiences with the sole purpose of connecting with and helping others, an outlet where I can be my authentic self. I want to be that pebble that creates ripples in the waters of life. Simply stated, I want to be remembered and I want to change the world. And I want you to be part of that thriving in the transition movement. Public service announcement number one. There is always, or there should always be room for opportunity. If you don't see any, check outside your comfort zone. The truth is, I simply want to practice what I preach. I absolutely believe that part of my purpose in this life is to connect with others and bring people together. I want to highlight and exemplify the fact that, well, we've got more in common than we do in difference. Yes, the differences are much easier to identify, but discovering and appreciating the commonalities, that's much more fun. So yeah, that's partly why I'm doing this. The other part, or the rest of the story, as to why I'm doing this is, well, I want to shine a light on those slightly enigmatic, charismatic, and inspirational folks among us. I want to share their stories about thriving in and during times of transition. The theory being that hearing about other people succeed will give anyone that might be struggling the motivation or encouragement to continue and thrive in their own respective transitions. Now, I've talked to clients, leaders, and even random strangers about this one. And it started back in my coach training class some years ago. You've probably heard me talk about it before, at least mention it casually. But I want to talk about the danger of knowing. Someone somewhere is probably thinking, Will, as awesome as you are, and as impactful as this podcast is to me, how in the world can knowing be dangerous? Well, at least I like to think that's the way someone would phrase that question if they had it. The concept of knowing can absolutely impact your reputation, your potential, and maybe even be the barrier to you getting what you really want out of life. How, you ask? We'll explain things right after this little break.
intro and outro music by Genesis 7. You can listen to more of his music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you stream your music. Just search for Genesis 7. That is G-E-N-E-S-I-S, and then the number 7 directly behind it. If you're interested in purchasing music from him, shoot him a note on the contact form on his website at Genesis7Productions.com. All right, let me tell you how this whole thing came about. I was in the middle of my coach training program with Accomplishment Coaching, and this particular session, we were getting feedback on how we were doing as coaches, right? We were distilling essence, we were talking about survival mechanisms, and we had to go in front of our class, and there was maybe 20 folks in that class, right? We, we had formed this tight bond, we were going through this very shared experience together and there was a variety of feedback just like any type of feedback you get professional personal uh, if you're an athlete what have you all with the intent on having us be aware of who we were as people where we were going and, and ultimately how we were progressing in the program now remember very clearly i everybody had to go to the front of the room for starters right talk about nerve-wracking so I go to the front of the room and I'm, I'm getting this feedback and I have to thank Jody Jan Larson. She's a master certified coach, all around brilliant person. The biggest piece of feedback that I got, and it went something like, well, you're going to be an amazing coach once you give up knowing. And I, I stood there and I, I thanked her and nodded the whole time. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, Jody? What kind of feedback is that? I'll be a great coach once I give up knowing? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. And that's kind of kind of where I, I left it. And I, I sat with it for a while. In fact, that kind of, I'll, I'll say it preoccupied me the rest of that weekend because our coach training was one weekend a month for a year. So I, I was thinking about this, you'll be a great coach once you give up knowing pretty much that whole weekend. And I, I didn't get it. I couldn't wrap my arms around it. I couldn't wrap my head around it because I came up with an explanation for every way I tried to take it. For starters, I get paid to know, right? In my professional life, even with my family, I'm the problem solver. I've got this background as an engineer. That's what I do. I solve problems. I know things that people shouldn't know. Whether that's random 80s song lyrics, whether that's where to find a fax machine in this day and age, where to get the best price on an iPad. I know that kind of stuff for no particular reason. But I do. I know. I pride myself on knowing. I like to come off as knowledgeable. I like to come off as helpful. I use that as a way to connect with people. That's part of my context. So I didn't get how I was supposed to stop knowing stuff, right? And I was taking it at face value, like some of you may be doing now. She wasn't talking about knowing facts. She wasn't talking about being good at your job. She wasn't talking about problem solving. She was talking about the thing that I'm going to talk about in this episode, and it took years, I'll tell you right now, it took me years to understand what she meant. I never forgot it, 
but it took years for me to wrap my head around it. Just now I'm at the point where I can share it with you and hopefully give it meaning where it won't have to take you years to get what it took me years to get, right? That's why I'm doing this podcast. So here's the deal. Knowing eliminates possibility. Knowing eliminates opportunity. Knowing is truly rooted in your comfort zone because you know nothing better than what's in your comfort zone because it's your comfort zone. You're familiar with it. You've explored everything there. You know. So knowing can be a dangerous thing because it's so easy to shut out the rest of the world, to shut out ideas, to shut out people, to shut out your own potential because you know. How many of you have ever said, I know I can't do that? I know that's not going to work out. I know he's not the person for me. I know she's not the person for me. I know that's not the job. You get where I'm going? So here's another topic that really is about context. What we talked about last week. It's about how we view our experience in the world. What I'm talking about is that first primary context that we talked about, right, wrong. That particular context, in all its many permutations and combinations, sets us up for separation. It sets us up to categorize. It sets us up to eliminate and divide. You know, I was right. They were wrong. We understood, but they didn't understand. You get it? So if you're in the Chicago area, here's a real-life example that's going on right now with the city of Chicago. The Chicago Teachers Union versus the city of Chicago government. The CTU, Chicago Teachers Union, is on the verge of striking because the city is demanding that teachers return to the classrooms. Yes, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, right? But kids need an education. Also, right. The CTU is refusing because they say it isn't safe and the city hasn't taken all the necessary precautions to ensure a safe return to the classroom. Now, I'm not here to pick sides in this debate. I'm here to point out that both sides know. Both sides claim to be willing, but the other side isn't. Both sides claim to be following the science of COVID and the pandemic, but the other side is ignoring something. And what's truly at risk here is the educational future of the students in the city of Chicago. Ultimately, we're talking about the children that are already adversely impacted by the year that was 2020 are at risk. And oh, by the way, both sides are willing to agree to that point. But what if? Just imagine. What if? Maybe, perhaps, both sides gave up knowing all the stuff that they know. Where would negotiations go from there? An interesting question, huh? Remember last week I talked about being able to change and choose context? The context that I try to operate from now is possibility. 
meaning that anything is possible. I just have to give up control. I have to give up knowing. Now, this was not easy. You heard me. It took me years to understand what Jody was trying to get me to comprehend. So it's not easy. And I'm still a work in progress. But I, I want to share this with you. And maybe the best way for me to illustrate is with a few examples. I live just outside of Chicago, the village of Oak Park, home of Frank Lloyd Wright, all, all that fun stuff. Come check it out. Some really cool architecture. But I'm still in the Chicago area. I've got friends from all over the world. They will often pass through or come to Chicago for some other reason, business, pleasure, fun, a layover, whatever the case. And I'm sure you've experienced this too in your city, wherever you are. You're at home, you're comfortable, and you get a phone call or a text or an email. Hey, Will, I'm in town. Come hang out. What? I, I would come hang out. I'm at home. It's dark. It's after 7 p.m. I'm old. I'm married. I've got children. I would come up with every excuse in the book because I knew I was comfortable. I knew they were only going to be in town for a little bit. I knew we wouldn't have as much fun if we could if they'd given me some advance notice and we planned it and I picked out restaurants and bars for us to go to and have activities. I knew. And I don't know how many opportunities I missed to connect with and hang out with friends. Now, you've heard enough of this podcast likely already to know that's my purpose in life is to connect with people. And what better way to connect then with a friend, with a colleague, with a, an acquaintance even that I'm getting to know. I would be all over that opportunity. I should be all over that opportunity. But I knew. So I missed those opportunities. And that bothered me. And it wasn't until I was able to give up knowing and come from this place of possibility that I've, I now declare to the world, if you come to Chicago, if you give me a text, an email, a call, a carrier pigeon, a smoke signal, and say, hey, Will, I'm in Chicago, come hang out. I am there because I don't know. I don't know what the night's going to bring. I don't know what the evening's going to bring. I don't know what restaurant we're going to go to. I don't know what the conversation's going to be. I don't know how much fun we're going to have. I don't know the adventures we're going to have. And that, I've got to tell you, excites the heck out of me. That is one of the most amazing things in life for me, is that adventure, that possibility, because I don't know. Does that make sense? You, you picking up what I'm putting down or you, you getting this? That's just one example of visitors that I would turn down because I knew. And I, I've got to tell you, the fun that I've had, the stories that I've gotten, the pictures that commemorate and memorialize whatever experience, when I say yes to those opportunities, it's amazing. It, it's just beautiful, right? And I can only put myself in the place of my friends who are like, yes, I get to hang out with this person that I know in his city and, you know, do whatever, as opposed to, no, it's, it's after 7 p.m. I, I can't come out. 
How many of you have experienced that? How many of you have made those kinds of excuses? How many of you knew that that's not what you wanted to do? All right, that's visitors to my city. I also want to talk about my kids. And this may be a counter example, or maybe it illustrates perfectly. I'm not sure you decide. My kids are at an age where they're, they're still figuring out who they are, right? Their personalities clearly shine through. They're, they're different enough. They're roughly three years apart. And again, three boys, 15, soon to be 16, March 1st, 13 and 10, right? Three years apart. And one of the things that irritates me more than anything is when we have a conversation or even worse, they ask me a question and then follow it up with, I know. You don't know because if you knew, you wouldn't have asked the question. And it can range on any topic, anywhere, any place. It can even be a reminder. Hey, youngest son, you need to take out the dog. I know. Well, if you knew, why didn't you take out the dog? You see the power of knowing there? Middle son, you need to clean your room. I know. No, if you knew... You would have cleaned up your room and you wouldn't have been hassled by me to remind you to clean up your room. So you didn't know. My oldest, hey, you need to turn in this application, otherwise it might not be considered. I know. No, you don't, because if you did, I wouldn't have had to remind you. Kids are amazing for reflecting the dark sides of yourself. And that's really what's happening here. That's why it irritates me so much. Even they do it with questions like science history. So I've got a background in chemical engineering. My wife is a doctor. So we get all kinds of science questions. You also know I'm a big geek. So I, I love these dinner table conversations where we're talking about chemistry or physics or whatever topic. And someone will bring up a topic and ask a question and we'll give an answer. I, we watched, uh, there's this amazing movie on uh, with Amazon Prime called Radioactive about Marie Curie. Completely amazing. We started talking about radiation. One of the kids had this question on the specific elements that Marie Curie discovered. And we like... No, it was another one. Oh, I know. No, you don't know, because if you did, you wouldn't have asked the question. You get where I'm going? So <laughs> those are my kids and knowing. And now there's this, this other one. It's kind of related to the first one with visitors, but this can be planned, too. It's about the perfect weekend. I, I used to have this theory that you cannot go out two nights in a row, and I'm thinking Friday and Saturday, and have equally great times. There's some rule of physics there that prevents you from having amazing nights, both nights in a row in a weekend. I knew that. So maybe the reason you can't have amazing nights both nights in a row is because I was getting in the way because I knew it wasn't going to happen anyway. And so what I'm talking about Maybe it's a, a, a high school reunion or a college reunion or a family reunion, some gathering of friends, guy friends, girlfriends, a combination, classmates, whatever, and you go out and you tear up the town, whatever town that is, just 
drinks are amazing. It the best dinner you ever had. The conversation was just completely undecided. Everybody's up past 10 p.m. because we're all married with kids. Just an amazing night. And you're not done yet. On the way back to the hotel or the, the timeshare, the VRBO or whatever, you run across a taco stand and it's a taco you've never had before. And it's just amazing. And you go home and you revel in how great the night was. And you wake up Saturday morning and you're like, huh, tonight's not nearly going to be as great as last night was. And it's not because you know. Does that make sense? Maybe I'm, I'm pushing a little too hard here and looking a little too deep. But maybe both nights could be completely amazing if you gave up knowing. And when I say you, I mean me, right? And I do, like I said, I'm a work in progress. But yet a, another example. So then, what is the danger of knowing? I talked about a lot of examples. Where's the danger part? For me, there are several different dangers. That include, but are not limited to, limiting possibility. If you know, you immediately limit possibility because you, you don't care to look anywhere else. You don't need to look anywhere else. You know. Another danger, creating or extending separations among groups and people. I think you heard already the CTU versus Chicago government, me versus someone visiting Chicago, any of that. If you know, you are more likely to build those gaps, to extend those separations, to classify people, to judge people, all of those things because you know. I don't have to get to know those people. I already know. I had an experience once, right? It's that kind of limitations we're talking about. Knowing also protects the status quo. Why would you change? You know already. And as a result, that keeps us in our comfort zones. That's a huge danger of knowing. Being stuck in your comfort zone. And it, I don't mean it's that's not all doom and gloom because you're comfortable. You know things there. It's only a danger if you're trying to accomplish something. If you've got something you want to achieve, if you're trying to create and build the life of your dreams, that's a huge danger. The last one, and this one by definition covers all of the above. The danger of knowing, it reinforces fear. Whatever fear that is. A fear of being a fraud. You know, you don't have to reveal anything else. You don't have to get personal. You don't want to be found out as a closet NSYNC fan, right? You limited connection. You limited that group. You prejudged everyone else, right? Any way you slice it, one of the dangers of knowing is whatever your fear is, right? Even like physical fears of the dark, of heights. And yes, some, some of that you really have to work on. Right, it's, it's psychological. You, you may need therapy uh, to get over some of those phobias, but those fears keep you from going on the roller coaster, looking over the edge of the Grand Canyon, building relationships, being truly authentic with other people. Okay, so if that wasn't enough, I want to share a couple of quotes. Actually, it's it's three quotes 
that I want to use to really solidify things here. The first quote, life is about not knowing, having to change, taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next. Gilda Radner. And I love quotes that I don't have to explain. I've already talked about it. She just summed it up. Number two, any fool can know. The point is to understand. Albert Einstein, and I've got to tell you, I love this one. I was so excited when I saw this one, not just because it was from Albert Einstein, but the fact that it works on so many levels. Any fool can know the point is to understand, to understand yourself, to understand your goals, to understand others, to understand humanity, to understand the world. Give up knowing. It can be dangerous. The last one, and this this one's just cool. This is my boy right here. It is better to change an opinion than to persist in a wrong one. Socrates. That's that ancient Greek philosophy coming back all these years later. Mic drop. If Socrates had a mic, he would have dropped it right now. Just completely, completely amazing. All right, folks. I did the best I could. Hopefully this landed for you. I want to give you a few seconds of music to help you unpack and absorb all of this. We'll wrap this one up right after this little musical interlude. wanted to do with this episode is to share more of myself and my context. As I like to think about it, my learned knowledge. But let's be real. Let's be 100% transparent. It's still context. But I really think the idea of the danger of knowing will resonate with you. What dangers, if any, do you see in knowing? How has knowing helped you, hurt you, or aided in a context shift. Please share your thoughts and responses wherever you listen to this podcast, or better yet, send me an email, will.campbell at logicconsulting.com, L-O-G-I-Q consulting.com. We want to hear from you. Public service announcement number two. The thing that separates where you are from where you want to be is you. Well, folks, That brings us to the end of Thriving in the Transition, Season 2, Episode 18. Thanks for joining us for our sophomore season. If you're getting something from this podcast, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and add us to the list of other great podcasts that you listen to. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Logic Consulting. Also, follow me on the gram at Logic underscore coach you know what also follow me on spotify at gq down and not just the podcast go there and check out the music 
that I listen to. Check out the music that my guests listen to. All with the intention to help folks thrive in the transition. Reach out on LinkedIn at DJ Will Rock. Also, don't forget to follow the YouTube channel, Thriving in the Transition. And yep, there's a website, www.thrivingintheTransition.com. You can get all of our episodes right from that one website. While you're there, check it out. Make yourself comfortable. Look around. See how else we can get connected. Maybe you need a coach or a business consultant or even a keynote speaker. I've got some great stories, let me tell you. Let's change the world together. Listener engagement time. You guys haven't taken me up on this, but I'm going to keep putting it out there. What do you want to hear? What topics are impacting your transition? Let's make this thing we've got even more valuable. Lastly, if you're interested in supporting this podcast and helping us grow, go ahead, send me an email, a tweet, an IM, or a direct message. Or you can just go to my Patreon site, www.patreon.com forward slash T-I-T-T, T-I-T-T for thriving in the transition. Go there and become a patron. Just click the become a patron button. Most importantly, don't keep this thing a secret. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, and tell your children. Don't let knowing stop you from sharing something that you find meaningful. I'm not going to tell Sharon. I know she won't like it. See where I'm going? Until the next episode, folks. Cheers. Have a great day.